My high is that we are still able to come to school. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful that we can still come to school. Um, my high is probably that it's getting to my favourite time of the year, nearly Christmas, basically. Mm. But my low is probably that... Oh, I'm trying to think. That I've got a few tests coming up, though I do say that most weeks. <laughs> but anyway... We thought we'd just clarify what this episode is about. So it's on exam technique. By exam technique, we mean actually in the exam, but also the run-up. We don't mean like now to our GCSEs, which is a few months. We mean the two weeks before. Mm. The, ve- the close, the close yeah. proximity to the exams. This is our top tips to help you get ready. So two weeks before, you need to make a plan. You should have already have done a revision timetable, but this plan that you're doing, your final one, needs to be quite a lot of revision. It needs to be the most you've done. Yes, but don't overcram because make sure you space out little and often is yeah. what we would say. By little and often, we don't mean do little bits of revision every day, like 10 minutes. No, we mean little bits of each subject so don't do eight hours of maths no do maybe an hour of maths and then do it the next day and the next day and the next day yes if you understand what we mean and i also recommend going sort of off your timetable so if you have a lesson for an hour and 15 minutes and then a 15 minute break do that like yeah exactly. on study leave just live your normal day but instead of doing lessons you're revising that's actually such a good tip and mm. one that i think i'll be using because a lot of previous GCSE students says that helps them because making a revision timetable some people find quite tough because they don't know what they're going to do they don't know how long to do it for but that is a really good tip um so one week before start to look over all of your study materials make sure you've got everything there and also Find someone to study with to make it more interesting. So you could teach a friend something that they don't know about the subject or get your family to test you. There's Mm, so many opportunities. One thing that I would recommend, I know not everybody's parents have time to do this, but with the English literature book, it might be a good idea for your parent or your guardian or your siblings to read that book if they can. And then you could have a quick discussion about it in the car or at any time. You have. I just think that's quite Mm. good. I'm going to get my uh, mum to see if she will read it. But again, that isn't realistic for everybody because some of those books are really, really big. But just an idea. So the night before, please, please, we cannot stress this enough. Don't cram it, all the information in. No, sort of do a review and relax. Just get enough sleep because there's no way you're going to learn everything Mm. one night. I think the only 
situation where cramming the night before actually works is when it's a small topic test and you mm. can just do one topic in a night. But for GCSEs or for mocks, that's not going to work. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's just really not going to work unless, like I say, it's just one topic, but it's not. There's so many. There's no way you'll be able to cram it all. So just ha- take some time for yourself the night before and relax. So the morning of the exams, have a good, filling, healthy breakfast. I personally would struggle with this because I hate breakfast. I just can't stomach it and it's really bad. So I'd say the main thing for the morning before is to keep your normal routine. Yes. So like for Lottie example, she doesn't have breakfast. So if she had breakfast, it would feel weird for her. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't suggest that for you. No, I would just stick to my normal routine, get up at the same time, do everything I mm. usually would. Exactly. And then your body's settled, you don't feel as anxious. And speaking of being anxious, <laughs> being late is going to really make you nervous. Yeah. Just be there on time or be there 10 minutes early because it doesn't hurt being ready to go. Yeah. And when you get to school, you could potentially say you've got a chemistry exam that day you could probably have a quick look through your flashcards yeah formulae that is not what we count as cramming we count cramming as trying to write down every single thing looking through your flashcards is a really good way to review a subject and just jog your memory before the test yeah definitely so an hour before the exam just relax hang out with friends yeah just maybe don't talk about the exam just talk about what you're doing i was about to say don't compare yourself to other people and the progress they've made and I actually have a tip that everybody laughs at me for, but it does work. I think so. So when I was younger, well, when I say younger, I mean last year, <laughs> I used to get sh- so stressed out with maths exams that my blood sugar would drop and I'd feel really faint. Mm. So my maths teacher said a good idea would be for me to have just a square of dark chocolate a few minutes before I go into the exam hall. This makes your blood sugar go back to its normal level which makes you feel a bit calmer it also has a lot of iron in it so it does sort of wake you up a bit more and who doesn't love chocolate if you don't like dark chocolate i think milk will work it's just the fact that it's got lots of sugar in it so it'll bring you back up to your normal Mm. level and make you feel more awake so a few minutes before just take a deep breath and go for it personally when i'm in the exam I'm quite controversial with this. I look through the whole paper and do the longest or the hardest questions first. And then I know I've got time for the easier questions. I don't have to worry about, like, saving time. Yeah, that is a really popular technique that teachers advise. For example, in English language, I think it is, the Mm. descriptive writing. Go and do the descriptive writing first, then come back definitely however the way I do it I just go from the beginning to the end because I find it easier to manage my timings so I check the timings and I see I need at least like 40 minutes well not 40 minutes like 20 minutes for the last question in the philosophy paper so I will use my timings from the clock in front of me and just work from there Mm. but I do see the benefits of working backwards yeah, I, I like working backwards or sometimes like on maths, I'll do the easy questions first so I've got time for the harder ones later. Yeah, again in maths I like to just work my way through but I think mm. that's because it comes from it being a habit now. Yeah. Now we're in year 11 and you've done the whole thing your whole life. 
yeah definitely it's hard to change but it's definitely something you can test with like the little topic test we do and then after the exam once you've done it once it's over just don't overthink what you did don't go to your friends oh what did you do for question four what did you because you can't change it now that's done that's over exactly there's no use thinking oh i should have done that um we were going to give a few more tips for Mm. the exam so i remember our history teacher saying in the exam if you think the examiner is going to read every single word of your paper and really try and understand the meaning then you're wrong because they have to mark so many they don't get paid much at all and so they don't have time to sit and really think about what you might have meant by your answers so if you provide answers that are really clear and easy to read and use the um, the main words that you've been told to use then they're gonna mark it and it will make a real difference to you because you're getting those marks straight away yeah because if you think like the examiner when you're writing it what's going to stand out most to that yeah. examiner key words key words key phrases interesting thoughts uh so another tip we would give is write in shorter sentences uh it's quite simple to say the least but sentences that are short and focused will clarify the meaning and point for the examiner. Obviously, that doesn't mean go, da-da-da, stop, da-da-da. Like, don't no. just... You need to have variety, but short, sharp, standing-out sentences will really make a difference. And I wouldn't say use that tip for probably English because no. they're asking for sentence variety with all your different mm. structures, but for things like history potentially philosophy and ethics drama yeah. perhaps um well there's quite a specific structure for drama yeah, so we won't get into that we won't get into that no but listen to our drama episode from last week yes so a tip i like to use for my essays is you know how when we were younger the teachers all taught us pisa pizera we all know one peel peel point evidence explain link yeah well i like to make little ones of those for all my essay subjects so for a history six marker you're basically doing two peels but you can kind of in your head make your own one of those if you know what I mean we will post some on our Instagram shortly yes, we will. to give some inspiration because it is quite hard to explain so you can do that and then as soon as you get in the exam write out the letters and then you know what you're doing for philosophy and ethics there's dreary disagree reason explain and then repeat and then religion and that helps with 12 markers and it's so easy because you can just tick off when you've made each point yes once you've finished your exam paper make sure you go through and check because i personally used to just finish the last question boom end and i would have missed a whole question so you've really got to check through, make sure you've got answers for everything. Even if you don't know the answer, just try and write something down. I know we sound like teachers, but that's, that's really good. A lot of people start to run out of time in the exam and they start to panic. You should try and avoid this, A, by, man- by managing your time right from the beginning. So you yeah. know how many minutes you've got to answer each question. But if you've just forgot that, then stop panicking and just aim to write at least a short overview of what you would have covered for each question if you had time hopefully you'll only have one or two questions left it's better to do a little bit of each of them than just complete one i'd say yes definitely 
But I think that's it for now. I do as well. I think we've come to the end. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for a new episode. We will. Check our Instagram. You know the the drill, at GCSE Revision Pod. You can also leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts right at the bottom of our page. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Jeez. 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 Podcast. Podcast with Lottie and Scarlett.